Well, hello, folks, and welcome to this episode of this podcast. And on this episode, we're going to discuss um, spirituality, spirituality, or spiritual experiences that um, I've had this morning in the dream. Now, I should have made some notes, but unfortunately, I didn't. So, um, just going to roll with it, and I did remember most of it. So, the dream started out um, where um, I thought I'm going to be lucid now I had a dream before which I couldn't remember I should have remembered it but I didn't and um, I seem to remember um, that I was watching somebody's dream um and as I, as I went back to sleep, I was kind of watching somebody else's dream unfold. Um, and I was really lucid. Um, and I went next door to Neil's and I went to the toaster and it didn't work. And, and anyway, I came back here and found there was bread in the bread bin, not opened. <clears throat> I knew there was a crust. I knew everything. I thought, wow, it's breakfast later. But then I thought, right, dream. Don't show me what's in the kitchen. Show me. Just just show me something. I just said, show me. Um, show me. My. What did I say? Show me my body or dream body. Excuse me. Um, just show me from the outside. I said that. And I just didn't have a voice in my dream. And I thought, whoa. If I don't have a voice in my dream. And something was calling me back. Um, I was, I was out of my body. I was, I knew I was out of my body because I couldn't speak and I couldn't breathe and it didn't hurt. Um, it didn't hurt that I was, I was fully unconscious. I could, I was out of my body. I could see the cocoon of my soul. Um, but something was calling me back to my body, a voice calling my name that just called me back to my body um that experience was overwhelming um to say the least but i said right okay while we're in the dream state um i thought right so i can't speak within the dream um i thought how can i do this and it was as if my conscious knew what I wanted straight away. I was called back to my body. I woke up, but then I went back to the dream state and I said, right, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to the dream state and I'm going to, um, ask the dream to do something. And I asked the dream to take me back, (laughs) to take me back outside my body. I thought, um, excuse me. Um, I said, right, take me, back outside my body and it was like quarter seven in the morning um i said right take me back outside my body and lift my spirit um and i was lifted and i could see my life not my life i could see my future um i could see a girl i could see a female I could see people looking after me. I could see people around me. I could see... I saw my future. I saw... I saw people around me. I saw me in... Where I wanted to be in life. And and then I kept... It was all black. And then I came back and... And 
and I woke up and I got out of bed and it was um, half past seven and I got out of bed um, and I knew the day was going to turn out the way I wanted it and that was through my dream that was through my dream I didn't want to have that experience but it happened um, I knew I was going to go to the life rooms I knew my mummy was going to give me cash to give to Gillian. I knew the toast, the bread was going to be a crust. I didn't know it was going to be stuck in the... Well, I knew it was going to be stuck in the toaster. I knew I was going to go to the life rooms today. I knew I was going swimming today. I knew um, everything was happening. It was all turning well. Um, I just knew. And I knew something else was going to happen today. Um, I knew... Something good was going to happen today. Uh, I got a phone call. Um, it'll be in the early episode if you go back. Um, towards the end, I talk about the phone call that I had. And it was fantastic. And it all came to me in a dream. Why didn't I think? Today, it's I've seen today. I've seen it all in my dream. I've seen it all unfold. I knew when I got up, I knew I was going to have a great day. I just knew it was all going to happen. I felt good. I felt, I just after that phone call, the whole thing unfolded. I went to Rosebank, met Thomas, went to town, um, went to the life rooms, saw everybody there. It's like, wow, this is all happening in the dream. But something's happening, going to happen in my future. Um, and... I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know when. And do you know what? I don't, I don't care. Um, but if something comes to you in, in the night like that, it's like, whoa, is this a, is this a foreseen prophecy? Is this going to happen to me? Is, am I, am I seeing, like, I couldn't, I couldn't get, well, I, I don't know why I asked the dream to show me the future. Um, but it was like, I was like, I was in a cinema type thing. I was like, I was watching things happen. I was watching people look after me. I thought, is this not a home? Like, an, a, I don't want to be in a care home ever. But it was like a home where I wanted to be. And it's strange. I could see the future. I could also see wealth. Um, I didn't really want to see that. I didn't really want to see wealth. I thought, why, why am I being shown wealth? I don't want to be shown wealth. I don't want to be shown. I did say um, <laughs> on the last podcast that I wanted to be the greatest and powerfulest person. I really hope that was not a shamanic experience because if it was, um, I felt refreshed. Um, I felt motivated. I was in the pool and I was swimming to the deep end. Um, I was thinking about my book again. And I was swimming back to the shallow and I was thinking about my book. And I just, I just had one of those days where everything went my way. Everything went the way I wanted it to go. Um, and nobody was cross with me. Nobody was angry with me. The way I wanted things to go, I came home, had tea. I sat down. I had a conversation with Dad and Neil and it just went the way I wanted it. That was strange because I find it hard to have proper conversations with my, my, my folks because my views are a bit jumbled, um, hence why I have to come to these podcasts sometimes. But I really, really was, you know, I felt so enlightened so enlightened I and I prayed last night for the phone call I said Lord give me the answer now I've not been to church tonight so um, I'm wondering if on this podcast we could just um, if we could I don't know what anybody's moments are but obviously you can obviously fast forward this if you don't believe but can we just have a moment um Close if you if you're in your car driving, don't do this. But if you're not, then do this. 
Um, close your eyes. Be still. If you're not, just drive along and just pray with me. doesn't have to be the prayer that I'm going to pray. But um, I'm going to pray uh, if that's okay, folks. If that's all right. Um, so, dear Lord, um, I ask now... Um, I just pray for this moment. I'm I'm thanking you, Lord, that we can do this online. Um, just pray. I've not I've not managed to get to church for some other reason. There's lots of people that are busy, and you know. But obviously, if I can record this now into the into the microphone and say, but Lord, just guide my, just guide us, guide our voices across whatever lord help me do whatever i need to do lord guide me across the drums this sunday as i do the drums um guide my hands um not just across the drums but across everything that you want me to do guide me through the life that i need to have Lord, I'm also asking for your guidance. I'm praying for your guidance. I think everybody needs that guidance. Personally, I felt that this has come to me in the night. I am lost still. I am still lost. I'm not as lost as I used to be because um, I'm not. I've not come off the rails and. Um, but I'm still after something which is probably not of you. And I just thought I would share that. Um, The things that I'm still after, I probably won't get because it's something that I want and it's not something that I need. And Lord, I would love to have sight. I would love to have a miracle performed. But again, that's another want. That is not a need. I already see you and I already feel you. In fact, I feel you more now than I used to. And that is a personal preference. I can't do anything more. But Lord, I need you to help me fight this battle. This spiritual warfare we're all fighting in. And Lord, I ask you to guide um, our friends in the service on Sunday. Guide the worship team. Use my drumming, um, whoever's playing the keyboards, the people delivering the singing... Use that as a vehicle. Use the stage as a vehicle. Yes, you know, musicians in churches are seen as people who show off. I understand. That's the nature of the musicians. But when it comes to something personal as worship, Lord, you can use that stage this Sunday as the vehicle to drive the congregation to a way that they need to be driven. But Lord, even though we are steering the congregation, you have the map. You know the way. You are guiding us on that path. So I ask you, Lord, to guide us spiritually on the path, on the path of light, on the on the on the path of um, on the mount of the mount of on the on the path of Torban.
Yeah, Torban. Um, and uh, of course, Lord, you're also guiding us on the path of salvation. If you are rocking us with salvation, then rock us with salvation this Sunday. Because you are the one rock, Lord. And uh, and Lord, wave down your branches from your tree. tree that is Jesus Christ. I believe that Jesus Christ is the tree of life. Yes, he was a man on earth, but his spirit form is the tree. And Jesus still wepts his tears. He still wepts to this very day. He wepts when he sees the people who still have their backs turned. And they still walk. And we as humans, we still we still don't know. We're still seeds in the ground. We still need the way forward. And without that way, we're basically lost. We're like sheep. We're always wanting to walk the wrong way. We know that the corn, some of the corn, we think, oh, well, that's good, that corn, but in actual fact, it's not. And that's the corn that we sick up. That is the corn that is actually not corn at all. It is sick. It is vile. It is poison. It tastes sweet. And we vomit that poison up. Every time you bring us back. Every time. And Lord, every time you know. Every time. The, uh, that corn is called sin, by the way, folks. And th- this corn that I'm talking about, the wrong corn. The corn... The seat, the sick that is so sweet that we taste and love. But it's not the right stuff. It's poisonous. It's the it's the corn of this world. And we ask you, Lord, to guide us away from the bad corn and lead us to the good corn. The corn that probably doesn't taste sweet probably tastes very sour and very bitter but that corn once we taste it it fills us up with you and also guide us to the drum of salvation take us to the mountain take us to the river and the mountain and the city of your lord amen that's a very powerful uh, prayer but still folks i just thought um I'd bring a little bit of, probably a little bit of scripture. It does, I remember, you know, um, a little poem um, a few episodes back saying, you know, um, the truth is the blade. Truth is a blade. The lies are sweet, but we sick them up, you know. It's kind of true. Um, The lies are basically the bad corn, but it tastes good. And yet we sick it up and every time the sick tastes just about as good as the corn satan's always disguising things to make things good but in actual fact it's poison um enough of the deep stuff um we're gonna get back to a proper podcast and uh try and not be as deep as we can um i'm gonna try and not teach people the way they should um 
you know, I believe through my lifetime that, you know, I mean, I've threw my 20s away all since I was 21. I threw that part of my life away. I could have done something successful and a lot more good. I had that chance. And now I'm in my 30s. I've got, I know I've got a second chance, right? I blew my first chance. You know, let's not screw that up. I'm in my 30s. There's a chance to sort of not slow down, but walk a different way, walk a different path. Um, you know, go the psychedelic realm. Um, and it's it's time to sort of, you know, just, you know, do the things that we want to do, but obviously not get too bottled in with the things that we, you know, we want to do, but it feels feels wrong um, it may feel good but it it'll feel wrong and it'll, it'll hurt us in the long run so um, again <laughs> we're, we're going into the into the deep the deep realms I've spent too I've spent too long in church I think I've swallowed two Bibles and two hymn books so um I know people, there is people that don't believe or there's people that believe in something that's that people say, oh, well, that's wrong. There's no right or wrong way to believe in something. It just has to be the way that you believe in it. Um, and my eyes have been, since I left the Catholic faith, um, my eyes have been well and truly opened, not just by the church, but by things that I've read, things that I've looked into. Um, and I've told people and they say, is this really what you believe? <laughs> you know, is this, this is, you know, if you say something like. Um, oh, if you say. Um, see. My. Personal opinion. Is. People go to church because they think they've been called there. But they haven't. You see some people, they walk through that church door. And... You question those people. But you may find somebody in the church who may need saving. Spiritually and non-spiritually. Um, I spoke to somebody last Sunday. I'm not going to mention any names. I spoke to somebody last Sunday. I gave them my beliefs and my views. And they said, do you know, that is really warm. That is warm to me. And I just said, well, I said, it's what I believe. And I said, you know like Tabor you know th that came those that word came to me through a Lent Bible study and I've held on to it Mount Tabor what does it mean and it's like the drum was a Tabor drum and then there's like light you know revelating like I started reading revelations and I thought whoa these are psychedelic words words for a hippie you know those hippies if they heard stuff like um, the Mount Tabor, the drum calls you to the revelating light. Every time you hear the drum, it's a vehicle. But it's not just a vehicle, it actually is guiding you the way. You could board that vehicle at any time. You could board that, that mountain, that mountain, and it will fly. It will take off at any point giving. But you must follow the light, and then you must jump on the mountain. <laughs> oh dear, these words are coming to me. <laughs> Seriously. I'm I'm not I'm not joking around. These are like if we were to do a psychedelic type of way, we'd say, right, okay, the revelating light. Um You know, let's focus on the light and let's focus on not just the light but the dark too. The dark. And we mustn't be scared of the dark. We're always scared of the dark. That's a human 
thing that was scared of the dark. But, you know, the dark's not necessarily bad. It's just, even spiritually, spiritual darkness is not necessarily bad either. You know, it's just a case of we need to find the right things. And the light's not necessarily good. Um, I read somewhere that it said Satan comes in the light. So, what does that tell you? You know, and there's scriptures where it says people were lost in the dark, but they heard a voice. And for me, um, I feel like I'm going along some road. Um, I feel like I'm walking along a road. I can picture a road and it's empty. There's nothing on there. There's no former life. There's no cars. There's no vans. There's no tractors. There's no motorbikes. There's not even anything else on that road. There's no horses or donkeys or anybody else. This road is just covered with sand. And there's nothing for miles. It's like a road. But you know there's something there in the distance. And it's a very long road. And there's something there in the distance. And that word, tabor, if I hold on to that, just, if I just hold on to it through the whole of my lifetime, I know it's going to do something for me. Um, you know, I learnt this through some study. And I was asking in the group, what does this mean, this word tabor? What does it mean? And, uh, you know, I'm still asking, I'm still turn that word over in my mind I'm not a person that's forever turning the words over but hopefully um, you know and um, that same night we were talking about transfiguration how can we be transformed you know Saul was transformed you know do not conform but be transformed I am a uh, non-conformist. I hold my hands up to it. I tell anybody I'm a non-conformist. I don't care because if people don't want to know who I am, then that's them. You know, but uh, if people do want to know who I am, then fair dues. But um, that's besides the point. Uh, That's not what we're here for. I'm I'm not here to teach that. I'm here to teach... I'm here to teach you through this podcast, you know, what you can achieve through dreams, through, um, through meditation. And through meditation, yes, you can be transformed through dreams. You can be transformed. And when you go into a dream, if you want something to happen, you have to go into the dream with a question. You have to go into the dream and you have to know that you are lucid dreaming. You have to be in a lucid state. Not only that, you have to be aware. You have to be at the point where you can ask your subconscious to do something. You can ask the dream to do something. And when you go into that dream with a question, the dream will show you something that you need answering. The dream will show you something that you need doing in your life. But whatever you do, do not ask your dream to show you the future. It might not be good. Um, I understand that bleak things are going to happen. Um... I mean, I saw through my past, I saw things in my past, I know what my past was like, um, and, you know, there's parts of our past that we have to say, oh, would you know what, we did this, um, let's not do this now, let's be, you know, let's be like this, or if we're not going to change, let's, let's at least do something, let's at least put 
what's in our past that's crawling behind us. Let's use some of the good bits in our past to push it, you know, push forward. Um, and let's try and learn from past mistakes. It'll really help us. Really help us. And it will really, really help us. Yes, sometimes the future is... We get very anxious when we look at the future. But seriously, in the dream, I felt like I died and gone to heaven. I felt like I died. I felt like, you know, ooh, have I died? You know, this is a question. But the dream will show you what you need to know. The dream will show you. This is what's going to happen. This will be the way that you need to go. You may not go that way, but if you do go that way, you'll have a foreseeable future. The dream showed me that I could not make any mistake at all. But I know that there's something out there that wants me. Um... There's somebody out there who wants me and somebody out there that needs me. That's that's quite deep also. But anyway, folks, we're going to get back to the actual podcast. Um, I just thought I would this intro out there and um, I promised to talk about my dream. And hopefully tonight when I go to bed, um, I will ask for something different. Hi guys, I'm probably going to be discussing this on my um, Hidden Corner podcast, but I do want to get this discussed on this podcast too, and I'm going to discuss the power of podcasting, Um, and there is also a brand new app which we've discovered and I've started playing around with it, and it's really great. Um, a couple of friends told me about it, but um, I wanted to do a review of that app, um, but I'm not going to do it here. I'm going to do it in the... I'll tell you about the app in this podcast, but I'm going to talk about it more in Hidden Corner. If you want to know what it's called, it's called Spreaker Studio. Um, it's like this, um, but it's more for the live side um, of broadcasting so if you want to get your message out live um we probably might do a live audio blog that would be cool um but the cool thing is um if you want to get into radio if you want to get into like radio production and you want to have a play around um get to know your audience get to know the feel of a show get to know the feel of production then Spreaker basically has all that for you, but also it's a free, like Anchor FM is, it's a free podcasting tool. Now, I have spoken before here now on if you are audio blogging, now if you were doing like a serious podcast, like if you were doing um, a serious podcast where you basically needed, you have the money to say, put out a podcast, then there are, um, there are places out there, (laughs) excuse me, which allow you, um, for a few dollars to put your podcast on to a server. But if you're like me and you want to get out a blog, you don't like writing, stuff all the time you want to get stuff said you want to reach your community through podcasting um then you use something like anchor and through this podcast you i don't know you could do like i have actually shown people anchor fm too so maybe you could use both platforms you could use 
Spreaker, for example, as your live stuff. Um, it's like Facebook Live, but in radio form. Um, or you could use Anchor to do all of the just like the main pub. The I can't speak. The main podcasting, and then you could use Spreaker for all your live stuff. Um, but like I said, for those who want to get into radio production, and I'll be talking about it more on my hidden corner. If you want to sort of play around with radio production, um, if you just want to play around with radio, if you just want to reach a community, if you just want to, I don't know, um, it's like the old days when people used to do um, fake radio shows on cassettes and hand them out to their friends. Well, now we have hello people. We have something called the internet. You can do that very thing. Um, if you've got a piece of English work that you've been working on in your class, you want to put that in a radio show format, or I don't know, maybe you're, I don't, you just you just want to get um, the idea of what radio really is. You want to get the smell of radio. You want to get the taste of radio. Then Spreaker FM. Um, is your um, give me a few minutes for you. I've just dropped my iPhone. That's good. That's good for. Uh, that's well encapsulating. Hooray! Yeah, we'll set an alarm, but not now. Um, so yeah, um, maybe, like I said, with Spreaker you get a taste for radio, with Anchor you get a taste for podcasting. I mean, podcasting is radio, but I use podcasting in a different way. I use podcasting like an audio book, like an audio booklet. I put everything together as different segments. Um, I just use these podcasts as like one huge blog post. Mind you, the hidden corner is a bit of both. It's half a podcast that you would expect and half sort of not. Um, but a lot of people are asking me how do we start up a radio station I don't know because to start up a radio station you need to have licenses and all this thing but with um, with Spreaker um, they give you free they give you 15 minutes for free and then if you want more you pay for it but I would say 15 minutes is good for like getting your words out there you know, like, I would say, hey, I've got an audio blog, check me out on Anchor FM, where we've got a full-blown hour of whatever, so you could get anything out there, you could have a whole, um, I don't know, you could have a whole, um, I don't know, but you could split it into shows, if you really wanted to, but, I don't know, um, and then again, a lot of people say, how do we do audio blogs um, in tweet form? Well, maybe if you want to do it in like tweet, you could use um, Spreaker to do sort of audio tweeting, if you will. You could do like audio tweets within 10 minutes, like live tweets. You could be, I don't know, you could be at a conference and you could do an audio tweet. I'm at a conference and we're doing blah 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 and we're discussing blah blah blah. Message me on this blah blah blah. And people follow you and they message you um, with an instance. And then hey ho, you could do a podcast over Anchor FM. Um, but you know, I, I'm using Spreaker just to play around with it. It's it's a toy for me, it's not real radio. But I can teach people how to do radio production through Spreaker. I think 
it's a good thing, it's a great tool that we're allowing ourselves to do this kind of thing, get the taste for a, um, a semi-professional studio. We can play around with playlists, we can play around with scheduling, we can get the timings right, we can do this, we can do that. And a lot of people, um, I don't know, it's very, very different, um, but it's, I don't know, in the old days we used to use FM transmitters, those low like FM transmitters that would transmit 10 meters. But I've heard stories of people actually um, finding a way, um, you know, I'm not talking about pirate radio stations, I'm talking about just transmitting to their friends. And Spreaker does that. Spreaker allows you to transmit within a certain, I won't say certain distance, but it allows you you know, basically you tell your friends about it and they come up and they check out your show. That's basically how it works. Um, or you could you, you could go the professional route. But this is the internet. And I, I want to talk more about it on um, my other podcast, which is The Hidden Corner. All good reason for you to go over to that podcast. And I'll be doing that tomorrow, probably. Now, I'm going to answer a question that somebody uh, sent me on Facebook just through listening to one of these episodes. And somebody said to me, um, can ghosts get into... um, radios or telephones or anything from experience I'm going to say yes and um, you can record ghosts too you need analog equipment I'll discuss that right here now first of all if you're going to record ghosts scrap the digital shit it just doesn't work a, you know, digital recorders um, don't capture, you know, unless you've got a decent, I mean, I could record with the boss recorder that I've got, but it's, that's because it's really, really good to capture the atmosphere. But if you want to record every single thing, and when you are doing uh, ghost recordings, you want to make sure that you have um, not just a analog tape recorder that can pick up the frequencies, but you also want to have a decent mic. So we'll come to that in a minute. Um, but yeah, you know, I want to just come to a few experiences. Um, I was at my nan's one time, um, and we had this weird phone call, and my nan would not have it that, like, there was nobody on the other end of the phone, there was no number, and they were not a hoax caller, because it would usually, but when we dialed one for one there was no like number you couldn't even trace it and um it's because my nan answered the phone and they put the phone down or there was nobody on the other end and they weren't even messing around um, and then a second time, um, somebody I know got a text message and it was just blank. And it was a text message. Basically, the number, there was no number. It was like, 
it just said private number and, and it was like the message was blank um But like going to the analog stuff, um, somebody that I know, um, they had a record playing, a vinyl record playing, and uh, when the record finished, these weird spirits came through the record player now this is where analog and digital are different um ghosts and spirits they love analog I'm not saying they hate digital because um there's stuff about the ghost and the machine but the analog stuff is where it's at because um, if you use stuff like cassettes or early records or stuff like that it's um, that's where it all comes in um, and this is why people have used like the older film cameras they've used them to capture orbs because if you use it doesn't matter what camera you use it matters if it's analog or digital um uh, now i say some of these ghost walks they do i think there's certain chemicals they use and they're right this will pick up on the digital camera but it won't pick up on the analog camera now um, there are things that digital camera can pick up that an analog camera can't but I don't really know much about cameras what I do know about is recorders now if you want to record a ghost what a ghost is saying and stuff you need to use a tape recorder now I don't mean cassette recorder you need to go full out reel to reel and you need to spend a bit of money on your reel to reel machine because um, you're gonna need a reel to reel machine that will pick up every single thing uh, frequency known to map you also need some decent tape um, because you're going to be recording um, the whole entire room and rooms are very hard to record um, it doesn't matter if it's a modern room or an old room you cannot record even this room that I'm in now will have frequencies that a microphone cannot pick up um, even my boss recorder won't pick up because it's, I can't remember what frequency it goes to. However, I recorded in a tunnel and it recorded fantastically, better than a phone cam. But if you want to record, say, in an old haunted house, you need um, the tools of the trade, we'll say it like that. Uh, now, the next thing you need is a mic. Um, you need four mics on a room, but I would say more, depending on the size of the room. Um, now, you need condenser mics. Now, I know one condenser mic will pick the room up, but if you're doing this for, shall we say, haunted experiences, um, they usually say four mics. And if you're going to record ghosts, you need mics that will record not just um, the 
um, like where you're positioned, but you need to have mics that will record the height as well. So you need, um, you basically need to mic up the floor and the ceiling and you need to make sure that the whole room is mic'd up correctly. Um, then you just do a test and then you just put your tape on record and then come back once you've recorded it. Um, a lot of people that do EVPs, um, there are digital ones, but people say the analog ones, they get the best results. Because um, the analog um, the digital microphones don't really pick up well and the analog ones do. spending 